Welcome, everybody, to Life Over Par Podcast. We are produced by Prior Media. On this podcast, we talk about life and golf and pretty much anything else we feel like talking about. I'd like to thank everybody listening in right now. And let's get this thing rolling. Welcome, everyone. It is episode 55. That is uh, maybe something you guys may not have ever heard of before, but (laughs) that was kind of a a big thing back in the day when we were in school. So I thought it was fitting for 55. Um, not only special because we had a song for the episode of 55, but it's Kyle's birthday today. Yay. You're an old man. 32. Yeah, my 32, uh, 29. I was super sick at 30. I, um, threw my back out as you do uh, as you do at 30. 31, I played golf nine holes, and the last hole, I tweaked it a little bit, but wasn't that bad. This year, I'm in my prime now. I'm in my prime. Stayed on the couch and got drunk. That's safe. <laughs> yeah. No, That's I had to work today. I went to work, and we went to uh, uh, the Danville's homecoming. When's Claire's? Tonight. Tonight. Oh, yeah. Well, I had like a, the homecoming. Uh-huh. We, we just went to the parade, so let me go to the game. Obviously, you're here. So we're here. Obviously, you didn't go to the game. We well, didn't go to the game either. No, because it's going. I'm on not right allowed. Now. You're no. not allowed. Now, no. is this because of the situation that's going on with your wife, or because you're not yes. allowed there? Are you a felon? Yeah. What, what did you? Be within, what did you do? I can't be within three hundred feet of schools. <laughs> I am quarantined. All right. Um, yeah, Kevin is not here in studio. Might sound a little different, like he's he's far away. Like, wait, Kevin, you're in Claire. Like, you could be here, but you can't because uh, nope. COVID's still a thing, and and your wife got it. Yep, she did. I have to get tested in a day or two to see if I can go back to work eventually. So nice. I'm on my second. Faber called it a COVIDcation, I think. Yeah. So COVID COVIDcation, yeah. COVIDcation. Nice. Yeah. Are you? Is your work any different from like when it started to like now, when it comes to like quarantine and stuff like that? Uh, it's super random. It's like whatever they feel like doing that day. Yeah. Yeah, for for ours it was like Michelle was had symptoms and we had to wait to get tested, so we had to like quarantine ourselves until we got our test results back. And in the beginning, they didn't have rapid tests or anything, so we just had like three or four days, and then it's like okay, negative, like all right, now I can go back to work. And now it's like they don't even have to quarantine. Now you have to like in order to get like COVID paid time, you have to be positive for it. Hmm. You have to show a doctor's note saying. We don't get paid time for it. No, no, we only get paid for uh, if we if we're positive. Well, I said, um, "Hey, uh, I just got a, a message that said that friend's wife has COVID, 
And they're like, oh, well, that kind of sucks. And I was like, yeah, I sat next to her at the bar for like two hours on Friday, which is like two days before that. And they're like, yeah. oh, you feeling all right? Oh, yeah. All right, you're good. <laughs> nah, that was it. It's Damn. likely that we she got it Saturday. So, okay. At a Tim McGraw concert. Oh yeah, I guess that that could happen. Jeez, crowds of, crowds of people there. Yeah. But she's doing fine, from my understanding. Just uh, lost her sense of smell. Yep. yep, she was somewhat sick for two or three days, but she's all right. She seemed pretty upset about the whole smell thing because she said this is like the best time of year for smells is fall time. Yeah. Pretty big smell time of the year. She also has, as you know, the worst allergies known to man. So I think it could be a little of that because she took a bite of like a banana pepper thing. And I'm like, do you taste that? She's like, yeah. So maybe. Yeah. If you can't taste a banana pepper, like Thad said, if you can't taste a pickle, you got fucking COVID. Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and I think not being able to taste, I think that would be the best part of COVID. Because then oh, I would just yeah. I would eat healthy, and it wouldn't matter. Like I yeah. couldn't taste it. So then I would like actually eat healthy food. That's hmm. what uh, I actually talked to a guy about. That he got COVID, lost his taste and smell, and he said he ate like spinach and lemon juice for every meal. And lost like twenty pounds. That'd be great. So, I mean, smooth move, man. That that <laughs> yeah. is the move. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I think that'd be so weird to have to lose your sense of smell, or like it's like some people still don't like they don't have a smell. My mother-in-law lost her sense of smell in like March of 2020 when this shit started. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, you probably had COVID. You didn't even know it. She hasn't had her sense of smell in a year and a half. That's just, yeah. Our, our, uh, babysitter, um, Tiffany watches Logan. She's like, yeah, I, I haven't smelled in months. So it's like changing diapers. It's easy for me. Don't matter. Right. Hmm. So are, are the, uh, are the kids at the in-laws then? No, they're here. We're all just trapped in here with the disease. Okay. Because I thought I seen like Stranger I, Things. Thought I seen a snap of the kids today, and right, I thought there was like their bags were packed or luggage packed or something like they were. Yeah, Will had his sunglasses upside down. Yeah, that nah, too. I was just, I was just taking a picture of how they were dressed, mostly Sophie because she picked out her own clothes and it was okay. I thought it just, was a. They were just getting ready to go outside. Okay. <laughs> you going out in public like that? Yeah. Yeah. Nah. It's like a big daddy situation where hey, he dresses <laughs> yeah. himself. What do you want? Thirty packets of ketchup. <laughs> That's what he wants. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in so long. It's a good movie. Very um, good movie. Speaking of TV, um, mm-hmm. Monday night football. Lions played, well, half of a game. They played. Yeah, they did. Really took yeah, a did. shit in that second half. I didn't stay up for that part, but but uh, I was impressed. From what I saw. First half, yeah. First half, yes. Uh, did you guys watch it on ESPN, like the actual telecast? Yes, I believe so. Cause yeah. I watched it on ESPN two, 
And that's the with Peyton and Eli. So you don't hear the actual commentators. You're listening to Peyton and Eli like break everything down while you're watching the game. It is so much more enjoyable to watch, by the way. Hmm. I think I think if this keeps going the way it's going for them, it could get to the point where they're like, all right, you analysts and commentators, you guys can talk before the game, halftime, and like do the post-game interviews. Mm-hmm. But we're going to leave it to like Peyton and Eli to just do the game because that's so much better. If I never saw Joe Buck and Troy Aikman ever again, I know that's Thursday night, but that yes. would be a dream come true. It's just like every Shout time you Springer. see, yeah, every time you see Aikman, it's just like, how high is this guy? Like, why is his eyes <laughs> always messed up? And it's commentary. The Victor He's, Hovland, like I just, I don't know what it is. I mean, Ch- Chaz has it, but it's probably because. Yeah, Chaz has it where it's like his eyes are all bloodshot and watery, but that's from taking, you know, three packs of cigs to the face yeah. for the last yeah. 30 years. Yeah, those guys <laughs> both look like Chaz in the second half of the day during Kentucky trips. Yeah. Every second half of the day, that's yeah. Chaz's Run, look. Running on fumes. Uh, like, why are you crying? He's like, I'm not. I'm just <laughs> standing over a putt. I'm like, you crying? Like, is, it, is that hard of a putt? It's nope. like, no. Just had some drinks and smokes. All right, give me a break. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, definitely watch it on ESPN 2 next week and see what you think. It's so much better. Eli and Peyton like give shit back and forth to each other and make jokes <laughs> on stuff. And they have um, guests come on. So last week they had Pat McAfee on doing a oh, breakdown nice. and like talking with Peyton. I mean, they used to be teammates. So they had stories they were talking about during the game going on. And when, God, who was it that was playing Monday? The one team didn't have to punt until like the very end or close to the very end. Mm -hmm. So they finally got to see this guy punt. And uh, they're like, Pat, uh, give us a play-by-player breakdown of this punt. Like, talk us through this punt. And like McAfee being McAfee, real comfortable on the mic, Mm -hmm. just did his breakdown of the punts. And it it was great. And they had Gronk. They had Gronk on, and they were asking, you know, Gronk about throwing to uh, tight ends, and you know, how much video do you watch? Do you watch film? And he's like, I don't watch film. They're like, you don't, you don't watch film. He's like, No, I just run uh, past guys. If I'm feeling good, I'm running past them. Dan Gronkowski. His have you laugh. seen like his? Have you seen his fucking USAA ads yeah. on? TV yeah, they're absolutely oh terrible. God. But I'm special. I'm yeah. special. Yeah, they're absolutely terrible. But he's a funny dude, and he was kind of chirping Abatable. back and forth with him. And uh, yeah, he's like, I don't watch film. If I'm feeling good, I just run past guys. That's how he is yeah. when it comes to like. I don't think he really right? knows the play. I think they like they say the play, and then he looks over and goes, "Gronk, you're blocking." And then they say the play yeah. the next one. Gronk, go for a pass. And that's all I have to say. And he just like moves. If he's open, he's open. open. Yeah. Gronk, just run and go right. Okay, Tom. Okay. okay. But like he's, he sounds like it's that simple, but it's probably like he's probably so, I mean, obviously he's so, so smart to find where he needs to be to be put in a position to make those catches and be open. But yeah. 
His, makes it look so damn easy. His last three games was the Super Bowl, two touchdowns. The first week, two touchdowns. And last week, two touchdowns. I mean, he's looking good. He's, he's good. He's been, he's been on my bench. Yeah. I can't stand him. He's yeah. good. Yeah, I don't I don't like him as a football player, but off the field, I think he's a funny guy. So mm-hmm. anything outside of football, I think he's good and funny. He's he's terrible at actually talking through a real play. Like ESPN tried to have him on as an analyst and he was terrible. So when he was on the show, there was a few times where he was terrible and Peyton was like, Wow, Gronk, real good breakdown of that play. Man, can't believe was, you uh, didn't do better as an analyst. He was a Fox analyst for yeah. like a, Oh, that's what it was Fox, um, not ESPN. Yeah. He's in, and he was yep. terrible. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah, but it was good. Gronk. You don't good. expect the highest of highs with him. It's just he just makes face and says a few jokes and And does a <laughs> That's his laugh. <laughs> This stupidest laugh. Uh, well, that's him. The best one was the uh, Tom Brady and him did that commercial and like how he like, um, like the phone calls like breaks out a little bit and talks about like you should oh, retire yeah. and yeah. move down to Florida or whatever in Tampa or whatever. And then yeah. like Gronk, Gronk's coming with me. Yeah. Like what? That really like mom, where's my pads or something like he's living with his yeah. mom. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Not funny, Gronk. But yeah, that was that was all I was saying about that. Was uh, try try it on ESPN too. It's a lot better. Right. And if, and if you're, we'll say a high school uh, quarterback, because I think it really pertains more to quarterbacks, since two quarterbacks are talking, breaking it down. I think you would get a lot of information on listening to those guys talk about breaking it down. And like, look at the defense and their formations, and and this should happen here, and this and that. Like, I think a high school quarterback would learn quite a bit from watching the game and hearing them talk and break it down. Yeah, I can see that for sure. So, if you're a high school coach out there, tell your quarterbacks to watch Monday Night on ESPN too. I think you can get a little information there. Oh yeah. Do you guys have anything that you wanted to bring up uh, this week, other than Ryder Cup, that we'll get into later? Hmm. What did happen this week? Um, not too much. It's been working a lot, and then uh, now the, the weather's finally changed a little bit. That was really nice. The last two days, it's been like high of like seventy-five or seventy-two, and cool, cool mornings. It's fucking yeah. awesome. Yeah, real cool mornings. We went straight from ninety degrees to fifty-five degrees every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah and rain. I laid laid some like two bags of seed down in my backyard, which was clutch. Oh, oh okay. Like Evan. The, oh, you're oh. joining on your phone now. Oh, oh, now you're gonna. <laughs> Why did I do that? I don't know, but now I don't see you on the computer. You're all gray, Kevin Jones. Not, there time you list. are. Uh, yeah. All I did this out. The chat. Well, don't do Sorry. it. Don't do it. Sorry. Won't happen um, again. Won't happen again. Okay, good. Good, what good. What else is there? Anything? Well. What about you? There was uh, any golf? Uh, I will Sunday. I am a, 
don't want to say a fill-in because I, I think I was actually picked for the team, but I can't play Saturday uh, for Ryder Cup at Eagle Glen. So I got to play Sunday, which is alternate shot, first nine holes, and match play is second nine. So hmm. probably be one of the last few times I play golf a year for the year. Why? Well, I don't know. Just time and it's cold. Oh. Oh, yeah. I guess that, yeah. It's cold. Yeah. It is. I guess it is the end of September. Strike yeah. sing out. Well, the last day you can go is like November 14th, usually, if it's yeah. decent. Depends. Yeah. The weather up here seems like we'll have a little, I don't want to say the word, a little bit of the white stuff uh, yeah. falling like end of October, it seems like. And it's always like really cold on Halloween. Hmm. But I got the True. Halloween costume already picked out for the year, which is the earliest in the year I've Ooh. ever picked out my Halloween costume. So do we get do we get set. to know what it is? Not right now. Oh. Not tonight. But uh it's <sighs> it's one that if it is cold outside or kind of cold, I'll be all right. Which is like every costume I've had for a while. Yeah. Now. yeah. The dog and uh <laughs> Yeah. Ted, the dog and the and Ted and a and a fireman and an ostrich jockey and I don't remember the rest of them, but yeah, that's always smart. You never want to like, you just look dumb when like, I mean, we went to the wayside or whatever, go to O'Kelly's, and it's just, it's just so freaking cold, and all the girls are just wearing like the skimpiest shit. You're like, you're an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look hot, but you're still a fucking idiot. Yeah, you are. Like, you are freezing. <laughs> and I'm wearing really warm stuff. Do you mean, do you want to get warmer? Yeah, I got room. <laughs> Never works, hey, but I mean, is, yeah. Room in his bear costume for two. Yeah. yeah. Room to grow, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> you guys probably don't have any uh, ideas for your Halloween costumes, do you, yet? Hmm. Hey, don't even know if i'll have one. Ooh, okay i don't know all right come Just on Brit, on Brit always wants to go a little bit hard on halloween right come on kevin you'll yeah. do it i don't know we talked about doing some family uh superhero outfits but nice i don't know you should do the uh what made me think of that um Yellowbrook Road. Road. Oh, you're doing Dorothy and yeah. Scarecrow and Lion and all that? Yeah. You'd be a Scarecrow. Have uh, have your boy be the, the the Tin Man or something or a Lion. The problem Kevin's going to have with being the Scarecrow is he doesn't have a flannel shirt that has sleeves. Mm. So he's going to have to go get <laughs> another need, flannel shirt. That, are, that he is, just needs, is like, not true. He just needs double-sided tape and just put it on his arms. <laughs> Sticks strong. Yeah, you could be the you could be the scarecrow after his arms are ripped off and taped back on. There you go. <laughs> From the monkeys, and you can have Sophie be a <laughs> yeah, flying monkey. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how that uh, works in today's today's world, man. Well, if you can do that. Depends on how big pass. Michelle depends on how big Michelle gets. Oz. Idea. Okay. Michelle saw one that had like pregnant woman that had like a big old belly and her belly was like 
the white shirt and they just like painted like gumballs on it like she's a gumball machine ah. and, and logan was a gumball and i was and i was like they had like a cardboard cut out and they like um put saran not saran wrap but tinfoil around it and put 25 and I was, i'd be the quarter mm. Mm. so you went in the gumball machine and out came them gumballs mm-hmm. yeah we get it we get that now <laughs> you get it that's a creative 20, costume 25 cents so, or 25 seconds i don't know whatever that's nah, too long for you <laughs> uh kevin fine shirt i like you wearing the life over par shirt um, thanks man i love your shirt as yeah, well i you know what this is don't you that's my favorite movie of course you do is. kyle said wow cool shirt before we started and i was like you don't even know what this is <laughs> he goes i don't know the guy on the top right looks familiar I was like, he's got no face. He's just got a mustache. Isn't yeah, that but... the guy? Isn't that the guy from that Netflix Christmas movie? Yeah, that's what it is. Oh yeah, speaking this, of that, I watched Miracle. This is Tombstone, Kyle. This is Tombstone. All right. Sure. This is Kevin's favorite movie, and I got it after that episode because I knew Kevin would be like, "Good shirt." So yeah, had to. I didn't notice it at first. I've been trying to. Trying to get that in to say I love your shirt, so yeah. glad you brought it back up. Yeah, Kyle, your shirt sucks as usual, but yeah, thanks, <laughs> thanks. It's my birthday shirt. <laughs> you just got that today? No, no. I got this when they won the Super Bowl. But you're just wearing, wearing it. On his he's just wearing it today <laughs> on his birthday, so it's a birthday shirt. Okay. Well, yeah, this is this is my Kyle's birthday shirt. Yeah, same. Yeah, good. It's shirt. my birthday mug. I got this. That's a really good podcasting for everyone that's not watching this. So, yeah. By the way, Kyle does not live anywhere near the Chiefs. Really? Nor has he ever. Yeah. So it's like, why are you a fan? But you know, whatever. We'll we'll let him go. There's some sort of wagon that he's on. I don't. I don't know. Closer than you guys. Well, yeah. Yeah, you're closer to Maybe Miami. Closer to Detroit than you. You're closer to Miami than us. I mean, it's probably a toss-up for Detroit. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, <clears throat> for whatever reason, I think it was because we were watching Law and Order. Um, got to talking about like CSI class that we had, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and we got talking about our final project video that we made. <laughs> Um, wow. that was uh that was a good time. Kevin, you played two characters in the in the movie or the video that we did. Did I? You were the dead body. You were the dead body in the hole. With your yeah, legs in the hole. I remember I remember going head first in that hole. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> your legs were just sticking up. And then you were also uh one of the investigators or one of the police officers. You walked in, it was your Oldsmobile car that pulled up for the undercover cop car. You had the oh, yeah. the briefcase or poker chips, but we opened it up like we had gloves inside and everything. It's just poker chips, and uh, that's great. Got to I talking about know. that. And uh, Kyle, your your best line in the movie. Do you remember what it was? <laughs> yeah, it's freeze, bitch. That's right. I freeze, bitch. That was that was the best. We open the door and it's Andy, and it's like. Hey, you're under arrest, and just from the side is Kyle. Freeze, bitch. 
Like we're, <laughs> we're in high school making a video for school. And Kyle's over Soft here bars. yelling, freeze, bitch. <laughs> and yeah, we turned it in like that. Of course we did. I don't That's know. I, just, I watched a lot of Dave Chappelle show and during that time, just kind of yeah, felt right. Felt right. We had to do a we had to do a video in a different in our biology class, I think, for the same teacher. Mm-hmm. And uh, you had to like make up a pill, like a medication, and market it. Oh yeah. Did you guys do this? Yeah. Yep. I remember this. I don't so remember what like I did, that. but I remember this activity. Ours was like a bladder control pill or something. And he's, he's going to hate me for saying this, but uh, in the video, Wyman actually yep. like runs up to somebody and <laughs> has some something going on. And then all of a sudden he pees his pants. Yeah, I, I remember this. Yep. <laughs> I remember. We, I don't know what it was. It was something to do with, with bathroom humor or something. Cause we did a video for, Four Winks' class as well. And I had Thad and... Oh, the chili. Jimmy. I yeah. remember your we, video. We ate the chili and I had upset stomach. And we, we had a, a tube that we filled with this chili and then had a CO2 gun like on it. And I like acted like I like my guts were feeling like really bad. And then we had the camera at the angle that was perfect for when I went down. Flipped the lever and it shot this chili all over the wall like it was explosive diarrhea. Dang! I feel like <laughs> Winks should have gave us way better grades in that class for the effort we put into that stuff. We probably just changed them anyway. God, yeah, you could do that. That's <laughs> pretty easy. But I just, oh man, the effort we put into some of that stuff and still like got a B or B plus or something like that, and then. I won't say her name, but she just makes a poster board for her final thing in CSI class and got an A. But we know why. Because <laughs> uh, yeah. she's a she. She's female. She gets a better grade. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. I don't remember doing one. You were part of our video, also, man. You really did the freeze, bitch. I mean, come on. But the other, I know the... the oh, the medication the one? drugs. Oh. I don't think that was CSI other than, class. Other than that was no, I think not. it was just biology. Yeah, but other than uh, making that video, the only thing I remember from that class was watching Forensic Files every day. Forensic Files and, and Vince, yeah, and Vince creating his own crime scene. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you didn't create a crime scene for us, <laughs> Winks. So he made his own with thumbtacks all over, desks yeah. flipped over, and. There's no scissors in this. Everyone had some, <laughs> everyone had something different. Yeah. In their crime scene, Wings like this should not be happening. Who's grabbing what and who's adding this? Yeah. yeah. And uh I they, think that I think that class was one and done. It did, I don't yeah. I think they ever did it after they us. didn't continue CSI class after us. They called their quits. <laughs> and that's a shame. Because I mean, it probably could have been a pretty cool class. I had a pretty good pull. I mean, when we were in school, CSI, that show was awesome. Yeah. You just watch CSI and like learned how to do fingerprint stuff, go through a crime scene and take pictures and learn how to do all that. <laughs> Always do like up and down. Yep. And 90 degree. Up and down. 90 and then, like, degree make sure photos. you put a dollar or something. That's yep. If you don't have a, 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 something to measure with, you use a dollar for a reference. Yeah. 
And we did all that in the video. Tire tracks. We had we the, learned something. The tire tracks, the cigarette butts we took pictures of, because that's how we got them, was the mm-hmm. cigarette butts at the, at the crime scene. Because Andy right. was a chain smoker back then. For the video. Not in real right. life. But. 16. Yeah. For the video, he was. <laughs> Freeze, bitch! Mm-hmm. And we threw him in the back of the car. It's perfect. <clears throat> Good times. Yeah. Uh, I had a, a question that was asked in another podcast, but I thought, what the hell? Let's ask it to you guys. And I know the answer oh, to sure. it already. It's a pretty easy answer. Uh, we'll see like what, what you guys say. We'll see what you guys have to say. You guys mm-hmm. may have heard it uh, because it's a podcast I think you guys both listen to about uh, the ability to teleport. Yes. Kevin shaking his head yes. So you have the ability, would you take the ability to teleport, but every time you teleport, when you show up at the place you're teleporting to, you have a pants full of shit. You instantly shit yourself. You instantly have, like, you shit your pants every time you teleport. But you have the ability to teleport. Would you do mm. it, Kyle? Yes. For sure. That's a that's a for sure yes. That's an easy yes. Yep. It's a harder I yes just... for Kevin because I know your shit. I'm just saying with mine, <laughs> I'm saying just like teleport. All right, I'll just teleport. I'll just take a bag with me, mm-hmm. pants with me, and I'll just teleport in someone's bathroom and then be right there. And exactly. Hopefully no one's in there. Exactly. I'm, I mean, I'm going to have a backpack full of underwear and baby wipes every time I yeah. teleport. For sure. I'd be like, oh, let's go golfing. But I don't, you know, boom, right there. Right into the bathroom okay. of the clubhouse. What if you don't? What if you don't have that much control over the situation? What if is you're it, just teleporting like, I want to go to the Firefly Golf Course, and you can't pick the bathroom. You just end up on like the practice green, and you shit yourself as soon okay. as you get there. So, so you have a general idea of where you can go, but you can't be exact. Right. What you're you're going to okay. somewhere near the building or in the building, but you're not picking the bathroom hmm. uh i mean i'd probably still do it if it's somewhere like firefly i'll drive <laughs> i mean <laughs> yeah, I, I mean yeah, it's right. it's not worth the right. five minutes to shit my pants I mean, it's just not no but if i'm going no, like out of state that or... was a that was an example <laughs> right right i don't think I'd, i don't think i'd keep it a secret Dude, if you can teleport like that's pretty yeah. sweet people would be like right. okay so you shit your you pants okay Right, yeah. I just be like, hey, you guys want to be there in like two minutes, but just so you know, like I got some business to take care of. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? It's like every time I do it, this is what happens. He's like, Wow, that's weird, but it's also weird that you can teleport, so whatever, sure. Yeah. But do you know like if it's like a regular shit or is it like it's just a coin flip and you're like, Oh boy. Random, just random shit. That's it's probably tough. based it's, it's based off there. of what you were probably eating before you teleported. Yeah, it's like well, right I, now, right now, I will not I teleport. Like a stomach, I got like a stomach bug, so I better not use the teleportation today. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, I drank some coffee an hour ago. Yeah. So yeah. maybe yeah. towards the end of the day, I'll go somewhere. Yeah. I don't. 
I don't think today's the day to teleport, boys. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, okay. I would, I would, I would, yeah, I would teleport after. I would never teleport after Kentucky trip for like a couple, like a week. Dude, I would Kentucky teleport. No, no, I wouldn't teleport to Kentucky. You mean the bus rides? I mean that's teleport that's after back. fun. Teleport, teleport home. Yeah, I teleport Kentucky. home from Kentucky. Yeah. And if I'm going home, I don't care what the shit looks like. Yeah, so. I mean, I if if I'm a hundred <laughs> yards from my house when I show up, I can go that hundred yards. Model. I can go that hundred yards <laughs> to my house and not be on that bus through feeling like like the shit in my pants, feeling like that. Well, take All Dave Kyle's shoes and take take Dave Kyle's shoes and put them on before you teleport, and then you do and. Shit runs down your feet and down into your shoes and you guys, white foot choice, man. You guys white see my Nikes? white foot choice. Yeah, white foot choice. You guys see my oh, white foot brown choice. Brown one. <laughs> yeah. Nah, these are brown. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Play down a money day right here. These How much money would you guys spend to just snap your fingers and be home? How much would I spend? Like to uh, go from a Kentucky trip and just that last one was so bad. I mean, it's not fun riding home just because you do feel bad. But it's not bad enough to ride, like, spend a bunch of money to just instantly be home. Yeah. I When you guys I dropped me off, right when, I got, when I got my stuff and put the key in my ignition and turn, I put my hands on the wheel. I'm like, I don't even know if I'm fucking good enough to drive right now. And I haven't drank <laughs> in, like, 12 hours. <laughs> oh, Jesus. No, I mean it it's not so that bad. I'd probably pay a hundred bucks. I pay several hundred. I put it on a credit card. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, interest. Just like I pay interest. That's how bad you want to come home. Mm-hmm. If you lived, say you guys lived in Claire, mm-hmm. would yeah. you pay several hundred to come back? Because you drove halfway between Claire and Ohio, and then mm-hmm. drove back down to Indianapolis. But it was probably close to the same distance. Yeah, but I, but you weren't driving. I was in like just right. like my my hands were still yeah, fucking shaking. Think about that ride home. How often your head is just back and your yeah. eyes are closed. Like and you're, you're trying to like breathing. you can't, but you don't want your eyes to be open. <laughs> so if there's any rookies out there that want to go to Kentucky, let <laughs> yeah. us know. I mean, this, <laughs> it is a good time. It really is. It's the ride home that kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. It's worth it. It is. Yeah, it's worth it. It definitely is. Um, I don't have anything left other than Ryder Cup. So mm. if you guys got nothing more, then we can get into it. Let's get into it. Okay. Kevin, feel the same way? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got nothing. Yeah, I kind of assumed it. <laughs> so... <laughs> I'm on co-vacation. I'm not working. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, So Ryder Cup, probably like in my mind, the like the best competitive golf environment you can be in. Am I wrong there? Kevin, are you tired? Okay. I yawned. Yes. Yeah. Take a drink. I don't have one. Don't have one. Oh man! So I think like the videos that I saw, and I'm sure everybody did when they're doing the whoa on the practice swings. 
I mean, that shit would be so fun. And I mean, you're, mm-hmm. you're probably drinking while you're watching it and that would be so much fun. And you're just like rooting for obviously the U S unless you're Kevin, because <clears throat> you're for whatever reason rooting for Europe. And, uh, it would just be like the best competitive environment for golf to be in. I think it would be a little more fun to do it in Europe and be like the visitors and not the, oh, home, the home side, but yeah. It seems like a really good time. I think you just embrace the whole thing. Like when they were, I think they were in Paris and Rory got to the tee and they did the whole like skull and everyone clapped together. Oh yeah. And just like, it just, you just, it just shook the whole, it just seemed like everything just like echoed and it was like cold. I mean, it's 8 a.m. Like these guys don't tee off 8 a.m.s hardly ever. You know, they're never out there that early, but to get all this in and having to be that cold and having Spieth wear his stocking cap and Morikawa wear his stocking cap, like mm-hmm. it's just different. And you see Rory without his hat on and you see pasty face Patrick Cantlay with his, he doesn't have a, a, a hat on maybe to try to get some sun on his face, but maybe he's just, you know, not scared of Wisconsin sun. So I don't know, but it's just something different about it for sure. Not scared of Wisconsin Sun. Uh, we can get into that group with Cantley. Um, I think you may have referred to that as like a boar fest of mm-hmm. Cantley and Shoffley, but come on, they delivered. They, they did the damn thing. It was it was awesome to see. So they it won was... five and three against Rory and Poulter. Yeah, and they they won one of the first five holes or so. Yep. Kevin, what do you have to say for yourself? Yeah. I have to say that you guys, you're welcome. That I put money on Europe because you jinxed that them. The United States has the first has the largest day one lead since 1975. So okay, Kevin stats over here. All right, I like this. Nice. So, how much money did you put on Europe? Uh, I don't have that with me right here. I think like twenty bucks. Okay. And then I sprinkled a little on uh, John Rom having the best overall. Well, he's he's got. Well, he's responsible at least. I think the group season for one and a half of their two points. Yeah. So. Yeah, I could say that he is the best one so far in Europe, which we all knew he's number one in the world. Right. Mm-hmm. He is freaking good. I hate to say it. I can't stand either of those Spaniards, but Yeah. Good. Yeah, they uh they they won three and one against the group that I think I was most comfortable with. Like I think US can maybe probably win that one. Uh Justin Thomas and Jordan Spieth, but man, they played bad. Mm-hmm. Justin Thomas in the morning was was bad, not good. Yeah, I was, I was surprised that he didn't go, or that Stricker didn't sit him. And Spieth, I don't think you'd sit because he sat Spieth in the second in the in the afternoon. Yeah, but he kept Thomas in there. Mm-hmm. 
to play with Cantley. Which was, I think, good for for Thomas. Because I think his record, like 4-0 and 1, like he's had a good Ryder Cup record. And for him to lose and have that feeling of, you know, defeat and then having him sit, I think he, I think Spieth is more, like, obviously, I think he's more level-headed. Um, and maybe JT brings a little bit more gas to the to the fire with, with the groupings and stuff like that. So maybe that's what he was trying to get him up. And it was good to see that them being down by three. Yeah. Um, and then to come back and even have a chance to win it, um, that was huge. So, so after, after the morning round of golf, uh, three to one U S was up and then going into the afternoon, you said it there that JT was still playing. He was playing with Patrick Cantley. They were down by three battled back to tie it, which was like that tie almost felt like a win Mm -hmm. because of what they were down by. Mm -hmm. But, uh, Tony Finau, Harris English, winning four and three against Rory. Just not good. So, I mean, is Rory going to sit probably tomorrow morning? Or are the pairings out for that? Yeah, pairings are out. He's uh, he's benched. There you go. I, I don't blame him one bit. He is not doing well. Yeah, I don't know what him, him, uh, Poulter are sitting. Uh, Maybe I'd imagine he probably wants um, Patrick probably wants Rory to play his own ball. Obviously, with um, foursomes, you 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 know alternate shot. Mm-hmm. It's hard to get a rhythm and stuff yeah, like that. And if you're not if you're not striking the ball well, you're not hitting greens. You can't get in a rhythm. You can't you know it's just so choppy. And with someone that's maybe leaking oil a little bit, like their misses are that much more because they can, they can personally like salvage a par or whatever they need to do, yeah. you know, to get them back in it. But, but to put someone else in that position is I think really tough. So really, really tough. It felt like in the first couple holes uh, in the morning round, like Morikawa and Dustin Johnson, like that pairing there, it felt Solid. like Morikawa kept putting Dustin Johnson in the rough and he kept having to hit out of it and hitting great mm-hmm. shots out of it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, like DJ short, short around the green wild. around the green is like the best he's played all year, maybe his whole career, but like mm-hmm. the way he was getting the ball around the green close <laughs> to the hole, which the is, was, which is, is pretty like, lethal. If he can get that in his game as well. Right. If he's able to do that and then like to be like, Say I hit a wayward like t shot. I'm like, man, like this sucks. Like I really put you, I really screwed you, Nick. Like this, sorry. And, and you hit it to like six, seven feet. Now I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is our time. Like, yeah. we, you know, you, I'm not letting you down here. I'm making this putt, and then all you're thinking is just like going to make it, and that's what they've been doing. So DJ's been like low key under the radar, but he's he obviously he's two and zero right now, and yeah. I was skeptical. I said last week that he doesn't play that well in these. Maybe, but he had a Ricky Fowler. He had a few different people that he's been paired with, like maybe Brooks and I don't know. But these ball strikers, these iron players that he's playing with, are solid, solid players. So yeah. So he played with Xander in the afternoon. They won two and one over Paul Casey mm-hmm. and uh, Weisberger, Weisberger, if you want to pronounce that. Um, Xander. Putter's hot still. 
Yep. Irons are good. So, U.S. looks good. Kevin's going to lose his money. I like it. Nah. Nah. You thinking the comeback's here? Oh, definitely. You think they're coming back? I don't think so. I I think the way I would be skeptical if... Who wants to watch that? I would love to watch that. As as an American... (laughs) Rooting you just want to watch a blowout. For, Come on, oh, well. as, as big bad yeah. as bad as it's been for us in the Ryder Cup, I'll take a blowout right now. And but even even if we're up, I mean, let's say tomorrow, how many points are available? There's eight points. Say we win yeah. another. Say, say we go five and three or whatever. All right, but mm-hmm. still, every like it still comes down to Sunday and and then like, it, dude, we need fourteen and a half points. If we get five tomorrow. I don't think there's a chance we lose. I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't. To get 11 going into the final day? I mean, I don't know know what the lead was at Medina, but we blew that. I think it was 10. Well, we've done a role reversal on teams. They're the old guys now. U.S. has always been the old guys. It's crazy to think that. We're running in with Kuchar, and we're running in with Mickelson. I mean, we're the young guns now. We flipped it yeah. on him. Having Dustin Johnson be our oldest guy, I'm like, wait a second, what? Yeah, like the the guy with the second most experience in Ryder Cup for us is 28. He has the second most experience in Ryder Cups. Like we are the young guys, the rookies coming in and firing. I like the uh, Lee Westwood right. first Ryder Cup was like 24 years ago. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's got like 11 Ryder Cups. Ridiculous. <laughs> That's just- that's we should just take out like however many years like when was that nine ninety what was it you said? You said I think like ninety seven ninety six. We just need to go. You mean we need to get those that kind of equipment and play like they did back then and just see the difference in technology and that'd be wild to see that. But I don't really anyway. have that. There's so much other sh- yeah. shit you want to get into because you want to get into. Finau, how he played really well. And yeah. And everyone's clicking. And Brooks played well in the morning, but he sat in the afternoon. Bryson sat in the morning, played in the afternoon. In the afternoon. And they ended up tying their match, played against John Rahm. So, I mean, if you can hold Rahm to a half a point, I the think we're that good. Been putting. I think we're good. Um, mm-hmm. Bryson always like that. killing the ball. Uh, at least on one hole. I didn't watch him play much. He wasn't the featured group. I was also at work, so I you know, couldn't watch it all in depth. But Me um, neither. I was like fishing in between. And I, I had our area director there, and I was checking the scores or whatever. And, and it's like, what, how, how's it going? Did doing good, you know? And like he knew it was my birthday too. So I was like, I kind of like, he knew it was my birthday, and he said happy birthday to me or whatever. I'm like, you know. Ryder Cup, my birthday. You know, it's golf, golf, and it's my birthday. I'm just keeping up with everything while I'm here. It's like, all right, awesome. So, <laughs> so I don't know. So have you went up the ladder a little bit, or is that still in the works? Are you operations uh, manager? No, no, not yet. That, that that's gonna take that's gonna take a, a minute for sure. There's a lot of stuff I still gotta learn, but um, we're getting closer. We now gotta for work. We but, got a new GM and got new stuff. But, but you're kind of. In the crosshairs for that? Mm-hmm. You're kind of, okay. Yep. 
So okay, a little bit more hours. Okay, quite a bit more money. So it's just slowly do it. But today was not a good day to impress anyone. I'm like, it's my birthday. It's the Ryder Cup. <laughs> Y'all know I don't want to be here. I've been here for two hours and I'm in overtime. So I'm not. If you want to pay me this much money to be here, sure, I'll be here. But it's Ryder Cup, so. Bet I took a longer lunch than thirty minutes. Oh yeah, you have to. But, but back to to Bryson. Uh, yes, the fifth Bryce. hole, par five, fifth hole. Took the craziest line anyone's probably ever even imagined to take on that hole. Four hundred and seventeen yard drive. A little mm-hmm. prequel, maybe, of the long drive championship coming up after the Ryder Cup. Uh, did you see? The shot tracer of his shot compared to Scotty Shuffler's shot on that hole, Kevin. Let me no. send it to you because no. it's ridiculous. Okay. Don't send Scott, it in the chat. Nope. Send it in a text. Yeah. Scotty didn't know. Scotty didn't know. So he was taking that the line. thing is, Scotty Shuffler. He still hit the ball. He bombed it. He still hit the ball 305 yards. And after that, yep. he was 274 yards from the hole. Bryson's drive left him 72 yards to the hole. Good Lord. I mean, what the hell would you look at that line? That's ridiculous. My thing is like, why... Is it really 417 yards he took that, or is that just like the? I don't know. I guess that has to be right. I mean, obviously they're measuring the yardage for the hole going down like the fairway, and he did right not over. take the fairway. So I mean, he really shortened that hole because it was a 500. What was it? 580 some yard hole, I think, something like that. Yeah. But if you add his but, numbers up, that's not 580 yards. It's yeah, but as a, under as 500. A crow, yeah, as a crow flies, you don't know. But Still, that's deep. Crazy bomb. Crazy bomb. And he, uh, I think he eagled that one. And in the interview afterwards, they asked him about it, and he said, well, after that drive, I was just telling myself, you at least have to par this. Like, <laughs> you at least have to par this hole. You can't have a drive like that and do worse than par. So it was a good drive. He did good drive though. He did. He eagled it. I'm pretty sure. So good, good work there uh, on Bryson's part. Um, I believe that the U.S. will finish with 18 points. Hmm. I think it is an ass whooping coming up. Because we are sick of coming on the losing end here. It is it is kind of funny how you see, it's like, oh, this one's a little bit to the right. And then, like, it's in the rough, but the rough is only, like, this high. Yeah, some of it's, like, two and a half inches, which yeah, for so them is like nothing. Nothing. It's, like, a first or second cut. Actually, it's, like, the first cut in, like, the U.S. Open or something. You know, it's it's yeah. not... But that's what we need. When when we play over in Europe, they they make it longer, and it's all about iron play and getting the ball tee to green. I think they said 
Sergio and Rom in the morning hit like 10, 10 greens in a row, an alternate shot. That's I mean, so how, how do you how do you beat that? You just you don't. You don't. You don't. I mean, also heard in in the commentary when I think it was Rory in the bunker. The I don't think it was Dottie, but one of the the women commentators said there's a thousand bunkers on this course. Like yeah, a, a thousand. Like, yeah, there's I heard no that too. Way. Like on, yeah, they were on a par three or something, and someone's like, "Yep, there's one of like." You know, it kind of like straight down. I think it's maybe 17. Like if you miss it left, it just goes straight down. And Oh, yeah. It's, that's uh, the one that uh, mm-hmm. Spieth was running down the hill on after his just ridiculous hit yeah, to where he hit all, it. And all these like peppered bunkers or whatever. And like a thousand. You know how many bunkers I mean, like you'd have to have on every hole? There's only 18 holes and you're going to have a thousand bunkers. How do you do that? I mean, that's. That's where uh, DJ, I mean, DJ had a chance when it was the PGA, right? And then he ground his club. He thought it was in a waste bunker, not an actual bunker, but they gave him a two-stroke penalty on the last hole. And I think it was Jason Day who ended up winning it or someone else ended up winning the tournament. But that was kind of the luck that he had. So for DJ to come and just do you play know what, well at this course. Do you know what that math is? Or 18 holes, there's a thousand, there's 55 bunkers on every hole average. There's no way that can't be real. I think it may, well, it would take, it's an 18 hole course. Do they yeah. have like a another nine they're counting? Well, I mean, <laughs> even if it's another nine, Kevin, I mean, come, <laughs> come on. Oh, well, there's 38 bunkers but, per hole. I mean, but, come on, still. But there's other there's bunkers that are like literally like you put your arms over your head and make a circle like that's how big some of the bunkers are like they're little powels. I don't know. Seems seems a little fishy to me. A thousand. I don't believe it. Bunkers. I would need an official count. One, two, three, four. I saw like twelve on one par three. That means par par fives must have like bunkers that don't make sense. Twelve. You're not even. You're missing. (laughs) Twelve. You're still missing 43 on that hole. Well, that was on like one side. That was like one side of the hole. Mm. No. So let's just say 24 was on that hole. You know, you're still missing a few. You better double yeah, it on that Pete, one. Pete died does stupid shit when it comes to bunkers. Like he puts bunkers in places that no one's going to hit into. I mean, no one should anyways, but Kevin, this looks like a ad for your hat. I'm sorry. I'm try- I'm uh, oh, googling. I think you're frozen as well. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, it's great. It's a great way to freeze for yeah. your team. Yeah, kind of a cool, team. Cool look, yeah. I guess. They had they had a a bet of plus. I think it was five hundred for a hole in one in the Ryder Cup. I saw, and I'm like. That's not, I don't think that's high enough. Like, it's got to be more than that. I mean, there's not, some some groups don't even make it all f- four par threes. I don't think, and there hasn't been a, a hole in one since like Faldo hit one in the 90s. I don't think. Hmm. That seems like a terrible bet. Yeah. How do you... So it'd be like, it should be like plus 2,000. At least. But whoever took that bet was kind of sucks. 
I mean, I guess whoever took the Europeans to win the whole thing is kind of that's a sucker bet too. I mean, if you're a European, I can see it. <laughs> but if you're not, like, what are you doing? Yeah. Man, yeah, what are you doing? What are you What are you doing? What are you What are you doing? Kevin, are you still looking down at your phone, or are <laughs> yeah. you just frozen at that point? I'm frozen, man. Oh, okay. I don't know what's going on. Okay. Well. Do you, do you see Tony uh, Fino when he makes putts? Like he's doing this kind of is it is he like doing this like come on or is he like money? Is maybe he doing they, this? Is he trying to get the crowd to make noise? I don't know. Like it's not like he's flaring his arms or whatever. Like Reed thinks he's going like this. Like he's a fucking fat <laughs> penguin. <laughs> I, I, thought, I, I thought you were gonna say uh, JT because JT was getting yeah. pumped in the second yeah second half. It was good to see him make a few putts, and but there's also putts that you know he's like, yeah, he's gonna make these putts and he's gonna go nuts. But then it's like, all right, he's made one, he's gonna do another one. He had a chance to win it on 18 and left it like three feet short. Tiger would have kicked him in yeah, the face. Yeah, he did. Yeah, on 18 left it way short, and it's like, well, that was. So someone needs to be there before he makes putt. that putt. If he like walks on the opposite side and reading the putt, someone's got to yell like, "Do it for Tiger!" He's like, "Oh yeah, all right." What would Tiger do in this? He needs to have a <laughs> WWTW. WWTW? What would Tiger Woods do? Yeah. No, yeah. What would Tiger do? WWTD. It's a lot of. What would. Whatever it needs to be. Tiger do. Remind him that, like, <laughs> he's a dude. There's a lot of letters in those. those you know. There, I'm watching something right now that people are literally running as fast as they can doors open to the Ryder cup and people are running to the stands to the grandstands, like people falling. Like it's, it's, I think it's maybe five in the morning and they're still due on the ground and people are just running in. Hey, Kevin, what do you say about yes. maybe calling in again? Because you're just froze. Yeah. Okay, just stay right there. Yeah, we we're anyway. not gonna we're not gonna stop it. You just kind of leave the chat and come back. I like the pairing of Kepka and Berger, and then they had like this thing like, "Ooh, the Florida State Seminoles are coming." Yeah, teammates. And it's like that. I mean, that's kind of cool, but I don't think they're actually were they actually ever teammates. I don't know. I mean, they're both from FSU, but. Right. Were they there at the same time? Uh, I don't know. Michelle tell, told me if I was going to bet anything to bet on them. Well, of course. But who'd they play? She's a they, big played... Fan. they played uh, Lee Westwood and Matt Fitzpatrick. Yeah, I thought that was kind of going to be sneaky of, I don't know. I know who's going to win that. But now it's Brooks and Rom. So I wonder what the bet is on that. Dude, if there's a big enough lead that the U.S. has, let's say after tomorrow morning, mm-hmm. do you risk it and be like, Brooks, Bryson, this afternoon you guys are together mm. and just see see what happens? I don't think so because you need to have, you you need to have uh, your other rookie to play. You need to have Scott. I don't know where do you put Scotty, Scotty Scheffler. I guess you'd sit Justin Thomas and put Scotty Scheffler with. Put him with Berger. 
I'm saying like the first. Oh, did they play in the afternoon too, though? That's what I'm um, saying, like the alternate shot. Yeah, Berger didn't play and Kepka didn't play in the afternoon. Yeah. Talking, Kevin, if we if we sweep, so we're up six points. If, if, we're, you, if, we get, if we get four more points, so we take all the points in the morning, we had 10 to 2 lead, would you then, your Steve Stricker, be like, all right, Brooks, Bryson, y'all going out together? Do you, do you put that pairing together and be like, here we go? Just yes. here we do. Or do you do you not do it They're and make, now, and make right? everybody still want the pairing? Because as you as I mean, you said, Kyle, when you sent that message to us, you said in the video you think the pairing is going together. I didn't get them like out of what Bryson was saying, I didn't get the okay, they're gonna be paired together thing. But he did say something fun, fun is coming up. So I feel like it's not Ryder Cup something, but I feel like they are planning something about playing golf against each other. And you don't want to blow the hype of that by putting them together in the Ryder Cup. Probably probably wagering their like pit money or whatever and making an old thing. Because yeah. they got to be number one and two. Dude. Who... Of of uh of golf Instagram, who has the most followers? Oh yeah, have I you seen this. this? It's not even close. It's not even a professional golfer. Kevin, are you frozen again? Because you haven't blinked in a minute. <laughs> he's got, he's, he's yeah. he looks <laughs> like dull, he looks like he's eyes. really waiting on something to happen. Watching the Washington football team on their own 20. Come on, make the third down already. Um, Kevin, so, like, don't move if... Audio is important. <laughs> oh, okay. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, I was going to be like... Kevin, Look, blink if you think the Washington football team is going to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Give me a wink. Yeah. Any sign of emotion? Nothing. Nothing. Like mm. move, move it all, if if you think Europe's gonna come back and win. Oh no, you don't think so? Well, uh, we don't. Uh, we don't either. Or your, your team's gonna win the division. This should be in a clip. No. Oh man, you don't think they're gonna win the division, Kevin? Mm. Wow, it's crazy. Mm. They're definitely That's... gonna win the division. Oh, definitely. <laughs> That's weird. You're like a ventriloquist. Like you're talking without <laughs> moving your mouth. This is crazy. But yeah, I think you put them together. Now it's just a show. Now it's, and, and now it's entertainment. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I think everyone would have to be okay with it. But you have eight. You have eight. And there's only 12 guys. So that means you have to lose nine out of 12 matches. They'll lose the cup, right? Right. right. Yeah, like that. that wouldn't happen. Let's um, do it. Stricker. Do it. The my last segment is is as you know, like something we learned this week, but I feel like Kevin oh, shouldn't no. be frozen for something we learned this week. Kevin, what what's the Instagram followers? Kevin, do you know it? Are you thinking? You look like you're pretty uh, like you're thinking about it. No. Page. Who do you who? Sporanic. 
What's the, mm -hmm. what's the question? Well, you know, you're talking about the PIP and like the social media stuff. And I said, who has like of, of golf Instagram, who has the most followers? And it's not even a professional golfer. It's, it's Paige, really? Paige Spranick. It's like over a million more. It's who? Paige Spiranic. Oh, yeah. I follow her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See? She's she's got the most followers. For for golf I try, content. I try Mom, to listen to, I try to listen to her podcast. Right. Try to get into it. I was like, I can't. I don't listen to her podcast at all. Nope. I tried to, but nope. So Kevin, I think for uh, something we learned this week, you should not be frozen, if that's at all possible. Oh, we have. We better uh, make her quick. That we've jumped over an hour, so probably jump into something we learned this week, and then we can kind of wrap it up. So we'll see how uh, how quickly you can unfreeze yourself, cryogenically frozen. Also, I gotta say that I think Europe, Europe looks a little pudgy. Europeans are all about being fit and this and that. I mean, Terrell Haddon, big. Shane Lowry, big. Lee Westwood. Lee Westwood. I mean, he's a tank, big. He's 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 medium jacked. Yeah. Uh, Darren. So Clark, is Terrell Haddon. You know, Terrell Haddon's medium jacked. He, he is. Terrell Haddon. Well, couple lbs i think it's just medium jack but yeah all right kev are you good kev? i think he's moving a little bit yeah there's a little movement there uh, you're good <clears throat> yeah i think so i'm trying to pull <laughs> up uh what i'm going to talk about here uh you're trying to figure out the something you learned this week is that what you're doing well, I got something. I might have uh, stolen it from a different podcast, but that's the only way I learn things. So Okay. Well, I mean, as long as it's something you learned and hopefully it's something we find interesting also. <laughs> I mean, last week, you, you hit us with a good one. So I'm sure a lot of people enjoyed your segment last week. So, <laughs> but what, what, what did I learn? What, what did we learn? What did we learn? Umbrellas, dude. Don't no, no, that was last, that was last week, man. Yeah, let let's get into what you learned this week. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. What did you um, learn this week? Did you guys know that in 1996, a guy bought the Pick New York sticks. Islanders with no money? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I heard this in the yeah. podcast as well. What? Yeah, he was That's quite a crazy. scammer. <laughs> he bought a, team, yeah. a special guy, team. Yeah. He was given like 200 some million dollars by an uncle or something and blew it all, I guess. I don't know. Then had like put in the highest bid for the New York Islanders and won. And then just kind of kept paying like a couple thousand dollars at a time. Yeah, like like, like he was, was writing checks. Like they're like, I 
think you're missing a few zeros here. Yeah. So he'd be like, oops, oh, oops. Yeah. Yep. Here's here's a check, and he'd send it in. Uh, yeah, this is still so a little like, short. <laughs> he paid like twenty six thousand dollars, and the deal finally. They were like, okay, we're not getting our money. So yeah, this fell apart, and they were done. Deal fell through. But he basically, I mean, he he won anyway, the bid. It was so yeah, he won the bid. It was selling for like eighty five million, and he paid like twenty six thousand. What podcast was this? No free ads. Uh, this <laughs> no no free ads. This is KFC. Oh, yeah, I know that one. Yeah. It was the same episode. They talked about the the documentary of the untold, what was it, uh, crimes and penalties about the mob yeah. family that like The Sopranos was based off of. And yeah, I definitely want to watch. The guy. I just listened to this like, two days yeah, ago. I watched it like two days ago. That the documentary. Oh man, ridiculous! Ridiculous. Yeah, it sounds crazy. Mob family buys. Uh, an, an amateur hockey team, like for a seventeen-year-old son. Like, yeah, the seventeen-year-old son manages it. Like he's the owner of it. He's a GM. He used to play hockey, yeah. and then he got hurt playing hockey. And the doctors were like, "Well, you're, I don't think you're ever going to play hockey again." So because he couldn't play hockey, his dad like, "Well, I'll just buy you a hockey team." So he did, and he managed it. And I mean, if you've ever seen The Sopranos. I mean, that show supposedly is based off of this family. And these guys owned like a garbage factory, like a big old warehouse where they had 100 plus garbage trucks that went around the city. And the team was then changed and called the Trashers. And they basically just beat the shit out of everybody on the ice. And it was just <laughs> a party every game. Crazy. Watch it. It's, yep. a, it's a good documentary. It's pretty pretty fun. Fun stuff like that, and they, had, and they had Wayne Gretzky's brother on the team. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, yeah, we had Wayne to do Gretzky it. Has a brother, yeah, had to do it. Like we, our first, our first big name to the team here, uh, Gretzky, not Wayne. <laughs> no, it was like Brad Gretzky or Brent Gretzky or something like that. But he was a Gretzky. He was a brother. Yeah, this was uh, at the lockout, at the time of the NHL lockout. Is kind of when that was coming up because the the Devils won the Stanley Cup and then a guy from the Devils went and played for the Trashers during the lockout. He's like, just won the Stanley Cup and now he's going to go play for an amateur team. It's it's a cool uh, documentary, but that's what that's what Kevin learned. Okay, that's what I learned. Okay, Kyle, what did you learn this week? Hmm. Well, my uh, my TV went out in the living room. Yep. And so I take that off the wall, send it in, and get a check for a refund on it. So we brought my 65-inch, we brought our 50-inch down, and that's what we're watching golf match on because I wasn't going to risk the other TV going in and out while I'm watching the Ryder Cup. Okay. And the 65-inch is a smart TV. And it has, you know, everything set for us. It has Logan stuff he needs. But with a 50-inch, you have to use a Fire Stick. Use a Fire Stick, you have to download everything and you have to get all the apps again. And it's just a pain in the ass. And 
on the smart TV, when you click on YouTube, it has like all of Logan's stuff that he wants to watch. Um, like uh, Blippy, uh, this girl named Speedy Dee, like all this other stuff that he wants to watch. And so I click on it on YouTube because he wants to watch cartoons and it's okay. So I click on it and there's this thing that said 4K aerial footage, relaxing music. Okay. I clicked on it and all it is is like six hours of like calm music and you just watch like drones drive over like hover over mountains and like waterfalls and it's the fucking most relaxing thing ever. I never thought even why would even and it's in like 4k and it's like the picture is fucking awesome so mm. both of the i had michelle michelle was in bed logan was in bed last night and if someone just walked through the door they probably think i was so stoned because i was just watching this for like an hour just watching <laughs> <laughs> this so i learned yeah. that there's a thing that's aerial footage of 4k check it out on youtube okay just relaxing videos relaxing music you just don't need to think you're just like and in the corner of once in a while i'll tell you like where like where the drone is like shooting from so then you don't look in that corner because then you can like try to guess and then you're way off every time okay all right that's all right that's what you learn okay <laughs> um you guys you guys both know who rob Deerdeck is right kevin Heard thinking heard of him man kevin you're you're, you're frozen again but (laughs) but you're really we're gonna gonna let it go i mean you're really (laughs) thinking right now but we're gonna let it go can you see yourself frozen yeah okay the whole thing's you guys are frozen on my screen okay well okay you guys both know rob deer deck correct you remember kind of how you you were introduced to him was probably like Robin Big, yep, on MTV, and then he had the Fantasy Factory. After that, mm-hmm. well, what I learned is like you haven't really seen much of him other than ridiculousness, like nonstop on MTV. Mm-hmm. But other than that, you don't see much. Yep, he is like a business genius. Mm-hmm. I like. Now that you're saying like, that, I'm big time business genius and he like gets involved with a lot of things starts starts quite a few businesses and does partnerships with a lot of stuff like he's he's a big investor in like ufc like a bunch of stuff and like you wouldn't think from looking at him on robin big and fantasy factor you're like oh yeah this guy's probably like got a pretty huge net worth but he does, and he has like 15 brands and businesses that he's created. He sold five of them, and he's made over $450 million on those five businesses. <sighs> Still has the other like 10 that he's just pulling in dough from. Holy smokes. And he started like a skate league called Street League, I think it was what it was called. And he wanted mm-hmm. it to grow to the point of like, like NBA for skateboarding. Like he had arenas and packed arenas like it was an NBA game for skateboarding. And he was like, 
He was, he was working that to try to get it to be the biggest thing ever for skateboarding, and then he sold it yeah. and made a bunch of money off of that. Um, Nitro Circus like paired with it, and it and it sold. I mean, the big time money for this guy. He was making sixty thousand dollars an episode for Robin Big. Sixty grand. Sixty yeah. grand an episode. He was making a hundred thousand dollars an episode for Fantasy Factory, and he is making. A ton of money on uh, ridiculousness. I haven't looked at it, but he is like the top paid person for MTV. I think I with, saw that with too. Ridiculousness. Yeah. And I think he said he looked at it like it was like a funniest home videos. Like he thought like in that aspect of it. Yeah, he, he said, like he set up uh, a site to where it's like he says you can't. Like, don't submit your videos in for him. But he basically right. sets up a site that you can go onto. And submit them. That basically it's like submitting and he's like just building this library of videos. And by submitting them on his website, you basically lost the rights to your video. You've turned over all the rights to him for these videos. So like uh. this stockpile of videos... By submitting him, like he is now owning all these videos and has all of this library content. of content yeah. that he can just keep doing for ridiculousness. So, like, he is extremely smart in business and he grew up with a business mind, but also did skateboarding. So, it's just ridiculous, pun intended, that's his show, but mm-hmm. um, to, to like look back on stuff. And he was talking about his time as as Robin big and then fantasy factory. And he was like, I did not want to do any more Robin big. Like I hated camera guys in my house all the time. I was Mm -hmm. so sick of it. So MTV was like, well, you're going to do another season of Robin big, or you're going to start another show. I mean, that's just how it's going to be under contract. So he did another show, the fantasy factory, just to get the people out of his house. That was kind of like the only reason he started it. And, he, and, they, and and probably MTV paid for that, at least a sum of... $750,000 is what he paid to get the Fantasy Factory to look the way he, way it did. He said that was all out of his own pocket. And he said that he placed like different products in his episodes to like... Well, yeah, he had Monster, uh, DC, yeah. Alien... Mm-hmm. Alien Farm so he, Studios for like he did all skateboards. Of it yeah, it's like you, we can shoot it, but it's gonna like stuff's gonna be in here, and it's gonna be where I want it. Yep. And uh, okay. Big was like somebody he did not know at all before that show started. He mm-hmm. met Big through a security company where he had an idea for a video of going skateboarding, and he was sick of security guard people like kicking him off the property. So he went to go get a security guard to handle the security yeah, guards. The security guard. And they're that's like, good. you know, I'm looking for a big, a big guy that's like kind of fun to be around and stuff. And they're like, yeah. oh, I got the perfect guy. And it turned out to be Christopher Big Black Boykins. And that's how they met. And he's like, we didn't talk at all before we started filming. It was like, here he is, bam. But they just mix so well in the show. Crazy. I wonder where his doesn't he have a cousin or a brother? I think it was was his cousin. Cousin drama. The one drama. Yeah. Drama. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Does uh Young and Reckless? Young and I think. 
Yeah. Clothing line. Yeah. Reckless. Reckless. Young Reckless. But it was, just like, it was just like crazy. And like he hated, he hated the stuff he was doing at the end of, of Robin Big. And they like forced him basically because the contract, you're going to do another season or you're going to start another show. So he started another show. And then at the end of Fantasy Factory, he was like, what am I doing? Like I went from a guy that was focused on business of skateboarding and now I'm doing like stunts. Like I'm in the water with a chainmail suit getting bit by sharks and like yeah. riding a bull. And he's like, I'm just doing stupid shit. And he got his way out of it and started ridiculousness just to get out of the fantasy factory. It's crazy. Anyway, that is crazy. super Didn't business, super business genius and just so much money. And I don't know. He ripped off Tosh.0 and he's making a ton of money. Yeah, true. But to make to think that he's like worth probably five, like half a billion dollars, five five hundred million dollars. Yeah, and he's and he sold a third of the companies that he started, or that he was a part of oh, in partnerships with, and he still has the other two thirds. That's awesome. Yeah, crazy. You wouldn't <laughs> think that guy from that show with a tiny horse running around with a super jacket. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you're gonna get four hundred fifty million dollars selling your businesses and still have some in your pocket. Crazy. But that's what I learned this week. That's you you can you can be that guy and and still make it to I mean he's a million. Professional skater. And he just like before his time. It's kinda like the like Pat McAfee. Like he didn't need to retire when he did. But he knew his time was limited, where he'd only have maybe a couple of years left to make, you know, a decent bag. Or he can leave on his terms and start his own, you know, podcast and do everything that he wants to do. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what he's worth now, but he's worth a hell of a lot more money if he than a, a punter. punter. Yeah. And yeah. he wasn't he was not a punter when he went into the league. He was a kicker. I, I saw that. Yeah. He was a kicker. Which, I mean, come on, you can transition from kicker to punter, but mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, that's what we learned. That's uh, like that. That's episode 55. 55. So, yeah, uh, else? oh, other than, uh, do you guys see Bryson's first tee shot today? Back no. to the Ryder Cup for just a minute. No. His first tee shot, he hit this woman so hard in the shin. Okay, I did. I didn't know that was his first tee shot, but I did see yeah, a lady get smacked in, in the shin. She's like, "Oh my!" It's like, "Oh man, like that—that's not good." So it was just like classic, like, "Yep, here's a Bryson show starting up." But I think he hit that to and like ten feet. Yeah, he put that to like yeah, ten feet and drained it. So, all right, Kevin, you still there, bud? Still here. All right. <clears throat> You're frozen, but that's okay. Audio's here. Um, that is episode 55. Uh, Kyle, once again, happy birthday. 32. Oh, 32. Thank you. Thank you. You're feeling you happy birthday. You're feeling Springer. 32. Springer said, Springer said happy birthday to me, and I never responded to him. Now I'm just thinking that. I should probably text him back, but now I'll leave him on red. He'll listen. There you go. Uh, Kevin, hopefully everything's uh, 
gets a little better there with the fam. The old COVIDcation for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very insightful. <laughs> Just yeah. Okay. What? No, nothing. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. 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 Okay. Well, this is getting really dragged out and long. So uh That's what you said. Yeah. Anyway, uh Kyle, well, thanks for calling in. Time. Say 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 your goodbyes. Say goodbyes and uh red, white, and blue. Keep this thing rolling. Great. We want we want Kepka, we want Bryson afternoon tomorrow. We need Team USA to win, Kevin, because you got twenty bucks on the line. I don't know what you're gonna win, but I got twenty bucks on the line. And I'm gonna go for thirty-one thousand four hundred and sixty-four dollars. So US has to win. It's one leg of the five-leg yeah. parlay. So yeah, be a true uh, friend. Wouldn't, you, uh, wouldn't you rather it just be done now than nope. four or five months from now? Nope. I'd like it to get like really close to where cash out. They give me a good cash out, and then I just run with it. But anyway, episode fifty-five, Kevin fifty-five. Give us the goodbye, and we can go. All right. Big comeback tomorrow. Bye.